You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell continues his series on the importance of knowing your purpose. In this third part, Linnell explores the relationship between knowing your purpose and knowing your greatness. If you don't know your purpose, you can't be great. Let's join the conversation. All right. So last week we talked about purpose and in talking about purpose, I talked about purpose from the lens of identity theft and how some of us have had our identity stolen from work, from school, from different places of our lives. And as a result, we're not really sure who we are. And so when I talk about this thing called purpose, purpose is who we are at the very core. One of the things that I shared in the workshop is to know your purpose is to name your soul. And to name your soul means you know something about who you are at your very core. At the very core of who you are in your spirit, you also know your spiritual substance, which is your power. And so we talked about identity theft, and I want to switch the conversation over to those of you who may know your purpose, because I want to make sure nobody's left out. We talked about identity theft, and I shared how living without knowing your personal purpose on the planet is probably one of the most egregious forms of identity theft. And I say this because to not know your purpose is to be robbed of your personal greatness. Now, I've been coming on on Saturday evenings for a while now, over two years. And I talk about a lot of different subjects. And one of the reasons why I'm sticking with purpose is because what has become extremely clear for me is that We can talk about how to enhance your life, how to improve your life. I'm a life coach, and I coach a lot of people. And one of the first places we start is with purpose. What is it that you're doing? So I can give you all these tips on how to manage your time. I can give you all these tips on how to better live your life. I can give you all these tips on how to create what it is that you want to create. But at the end of the day, if it's not aligned with your purpose, more than likely you're not going to be as successful as you could be. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm really harping on purpose in the next few weeks and the next month or so. And I might take it all the way through the end of the year. So let's go back. So I talked about identity theft and how living without knowing your purpose or your personal purpose on the planet is the most egregious form of identity theft, right? And so to not know your purpose is to be robbed of your personal greatness. Now, sit there. If you don't know your purpose, you cannot be great. I'm not stuttering either. I'm not going to take it back. If you don't know your purpose, you cannot be great. One of the things that most of the greats know is their purpose. They know their purpose on the planet. They know why they are here. They know exactly what actions to take and how those actions are aligned to their purpose. That's why they're great. That's why they're people we look up to. And that's why we often feel like they're so far away that is not real. Like, I can't reach that. And fundamentally, 
the only difference between them and you is that you may not know your purpose. And if you know your purpose, which, which I want to talk about tonight, if you know your purpose, then you may not be doing exactly what you need to do to live out that purpose. Now, our purpose defines who we are and what we should be offering to the world. And so how I like to explain it is purpose provides the template for who you should be, what you should be creating, and the work you should be doing. I'm going to say it one more time. Purpose provides the template for who you should be, what you should create, and the work that you should be doing. All right? So to be clear, for those of you who know your purpose, your purpose is not a job. And your purpose is not a title. Okay? So let's be real clear. Your purpose is not a job. And your purpose is not a title. Those are just things that you've acquired by doing something. So you may have gone to college and got your degree You did something, and now you have a job. But unless you went to college to get a degree for what your purpose on the planet is, then more than likely your purpose is not your job, all right? So your purpose is not a job. Your purpose is not a title. Those are just things you've acquired by doing something. Now, never confuse who you are with what you do and what you have. Who you are has nothing to do with what you do at work and what you have. And all too often, we think about the things that we have, the titles we have, the possessions we have, and they become a part of our identity. It's not your identity. Your identity is your purpose. All right? So last week, I talked about identity theft, how some of us don't know our purpose at all. It's been completely snatched away from us. This week, I want to talk to people who know their purpose. And I want to focus on those of us who not only know our purpose on the planet, but you have failed to fully pursue being who you know yourself to be. Like, you know what your purpose is. You know what you should be doing, and you haven't done it. Now, I'm talking to you guys. Now, if you don't know your purpose, still listen, because you can find out your purpose and end up in this camp. So you should still be listening. Now, so many of us, have yet to begin doing the work we know we're meant to do. Like, we know we're supposed to do the work, but we haven't done it. And believe me, I understand. I shared today in the workshop that one of the things for me that I realized is almost every time I was supposed to do my work, I was supposed to take on the work of my purpose every time I came right up against fear. And one of the first times is when I started the blog. I tell you guys the story all the time that when I first started my blog, inspirationalperspective.com, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you get out there and check it out. But when I first started the blog, the very first blog post, I wrote the post. And this is how I got, you know, this. I wanted to inspire people. I wanted to help people, but I didn't know what it was that I could do aligned with my purpose. I had no credibility. Who was going to listen to me? And I said, well, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to help others live the best life possible. How do I do that if nobody will listen? Well, I'll start a blog. Maybe people start reading. But I remember writing the very first post, and before I hit publish, I was just sweating. I was so nervous. 
I was so scared. I was scared about what people would think. I was scared about what people would say. And it had me physically sweating and my heart beating. I'm just sitting down. All I got to do is press return at this point, And I'm sweating profusely. And typically, when you're ready to live your purpose and do what there is to do, you're going you're gonna to hit enormous resistance. And often, a lot of us stop. So, so many of us have yet to begin doing the work we know we're meant to do. And purpose creates and defines our personal identity. Only if we believe that it does. Now, let's be clear. If you don't believe that purpose creates your personal identity, then it won't. Period. It won't. The same way if you don't believe that you can walk down to the store and buy a jug of milk, then typically you won't do it. We don't do the things that we don't believe we can do. And so you got to get in your head first that you believe this. Now, I'll give you an example. If you already knew your purpose and your purpose was to create peace, create peace. Let's say create peace in Chicago. That's your purpose. All right. And you know this is your purpose, but you doubt that who you are and what you can create or say will make a difference, then it won't. I think one of my favorite quotes is by Henry Ford. And he says, if you believe you can't, you can't. (laughs) Real simple. I think I might have messed the quote up a little bit, but you get the drift, okay? If you don't think you can, then you can't. I mean, at the end of the day, what you believe is what you can do. So... First and foremost, if you know your purpose, it's time to believe that it's your purpose. All right? Now, we cannot be our purpose while questioning the purpose. So if you think you know your purpose, but you're not that sure, I'm not sure. Like, my purpose is to help myself and others live the best life possible. And if I had questions, well, can I really help people? Uh, What I say, does it really matter to people? then I have no impact. I mean, we don't want to listen to somebody who's not sure. You know, there has to be confidence. I'll tell you when I learned confidence was a really, really key thing. Some years ago, I had a, I had a boss. And this boss, so back in the day, I, uh, I did a global call center. So I'm all over the world helping put up call centers, you know, call center technology, call center training, call center workforce planning, call center vendor management. I did the whole nine, been all over the world. I share with you guys, I've been all over the globe doing that. And at one point, I was a manager, and I had a leader, a director, who came in over me. And this person really didn't know what they were doing. And I knew that they didn't know what they were doing because I knew what I was doing. I was an expert. I had been brought into the company because I was an expert. And I can recall being in meetings where this individual would speak with so much confidence and they were wrong. I mean, I knew what you could and couldn't do. I mean, I had been in the space. I had done these things. I had tried the things that they were saying that couldn't be done and they had never tried it, but they spoke with such confidence that people believed and they moved. And the funny thing is at that point in my life, I wasn't as confident. I knew what would work and what wouldn't work because I had been in a space and I had experience, but I didn't speak with that kind of authority. And I remember telling myself, if this person can be wrong all the time and wrong confidently, then why can't I be right and be confident? 
the same way. And I had to get to the point where I'm like, wait a second. I know what I'm doing. I have to be able to speak with authority and be confident. And so tonight, to you, what are you not being confident about that you know? And if one of the things is your purpose, it's time for you to stop being lackadaisical, stop being scared, stop being halfway, jump all the way in and say, this is who I am, and this is what I'm supposed to do. This is my purpose. Because there's nothing else that can hurt you more than the lack of confidence. I had a show once where I said, you know, basically I call it the lack of confidence the number one serial killer. It's a serial killer of your dreams. It's a serial killer of your goals. And it's a serial killer of your purpose. All right, so back to what I was saying. So we cannot we cannot be our purpose while questioning that purpose. And the best way to miss a shot is to believe that you can't make the shot before you take it. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm a basketball player. And if I'm if I'm dribbling the ball and I'm out too far, like I'm saying, no, this is too far. I can't make it from here. I'm not going to shoot. I don't have the confidence. But if I feel like I'm in that right spot, then I might shoot the ball. So if you have a purpose, but you don't think, oh, I can't do it, I don't have enough, I don't have the resources to do it, then you're not going to do it. You have to get to the point where you're saying to yourself, if this is my purpose, if this is why I'm on the planet, then I have to begin taking the first step, even if I don't know how. And that first step is confidence that that is what you're supposed to do And it might just be simply speaking it. My purpose is to help others live the best life possible. And you might not know how to do that. Well, how do you do that? I don't know. I don't know how to do that, but I know that's my purpose. Do you know how I can do that? Can you give me some tips? But that might be the first thing it takes. Because no faith in your purpose, no identity. And remember, we talked about identity theft last week. So you can know your purpose, but if you don't have faith in that purpose then you don't have an identity. It's that simple. Check this out. This is the best analogy I can give you. What if raindrops could doubt their purpose? What if a raindrop could doubt its purpose and it could doubt that it contains the greatness and power of the ocean? What if the raindrop said to itself, I'm not great. I don't have any power because I'm not in the ocean right now. I mean, a raindrop can't do that, but if a raindrop could, it would literally cease to exist because it cannot exist if it doesn't believe that it doesn't have the greatness and power of the ocean because, in essence, it's a part of the ocean. So the raindrop would cease to exist. And when you think about the ocean, what is an ocean but an assortment of limitless raindrops. Now, I wish I could say that was mine, but I actually got that from the movie Cloud Atlas. Hey, when, when I watch movies, I'm always, I'm always looking for <laughs> my life. That's hot. I'm going to use that one day. I finally got a chance to use it. But what is the ocean but an assortment of raindrops? That's it. So raindrops have a purpose, and they diligently serve that purpose making each raindrop significant, powerful, and great. 
Now, you want to debate the truth? Go ahead, call it. I would say don't drink any more raindrops. Don't drink any more water. <laughs> you know, don't drink any more water because, you know, and just watch how great a raindrop is then. Because more than likely with the absence of that raindrop, our own individual power will be completely depleted and minimized, period. We need water. And that water comes from a myriad of different sources, and one of them is raindrops. Think about that. If raindrops questioned their purpose, like, ah, I'm not great because I'm just a raindrop, we'd be in trouble. We need raindrops to serve their purpose because they sustain our lives. Let's spin the lens a little bit. Who's in trouble because you doubt your purpose? Who's in trouble because you doubt your power? And who's in trouble because you doubt your power and you doubt your purpose? And so as a result, you will never be great. As a result, there are people who will never be reached. As a result, there are individuals who are waiting for you to hydrate them. But because you doubt your purpose, you will never be great and you will never have the opportunity to bless them, to hydrate them, and to help them. That is why I'm so passionate about this topic, you guys. Because right now, somebody's doubting their purpose, and because they're doubting their purpose, there is someone who will not get helped. There's someone who will not receive what it is that they should receive. So who needs you to live your purpose and to be your greatness on this planet so that they aren't depleted and they aren't powerless. I mean, that's the question. That's the question this evening. So what is it that you should be doing that you're not doing? Now, I want to take a, a slight detour. Now, my wife is in the studio, and since she won't get on, I'm going to have to explain this myself. But one of the things my wife often reminds me of is that fear is selfish. And she says, fear is selfish. And uh, the reason she says fear is selfish is because fear is selfish because it keeps us consumed with the thoughts of what might happen to me, what could happen to me, or potentially how might I get hurt if I do this versus being focused on being our purpose to positively change and impact other people's lives no matter what. That's why fear is selfish. So purpose has been my topic, and I had a chance to hear this audio from Les Brown. I'm going to let you guys also check out this audio, and then we'll continue on this topic here. If you don't know why you're here, I encourage you to find out what your purpose is here. What is the meaning of your life? What will be different? Have you ever asked yourself that question? And most people, they go to their graves with their greatness still in them. What if you live your whole life only to discover that it was wrong? We've all taken time just to stop and reflect many times when we hear what's happening in the news or read the newspapers. Where's all of this leading to? What's going on here? And 
so I think that now more than ever, we must begin to look at what are the things that we can do that would put us on some firm footing in life, that will enable us to do some things and, and use some powers that we have that many of us go through life never ever discovering that we have those things going for us. And part of that, I believe, is knowing what it is your life worth. What is it that gives your life a sense of meaning and purpose? See, if you know what your life work is, I encourage you to start working on it. If you can't do it all at one time, do just a little bit of it. And if you don't know what it is that you showed up to do, if you don't know why you're here, I encourage you to find out what your purpose is here. What is the meaning of your life? Because once you find that, it puts you in your power place. 85% of the American public, according to recent studies, are going to jobs that they hate. Working on jobs that do not challenge them. They get sick thinking about going. Because, see, when you go to a job and, and you already know how far you can go, you can already see that proverbial glass ceiling. See, when you're going someplace and you already know how much you're going to make, you already know how far you can go, you're in a dead-end position. It erodes your self-esteem. It lowers your sense of yourself. It creates an inner turmoil. It creates an emptiness in you. So I say that your life is worth finding what it is that you're supposed to do. Imagine, if you will, being on your deathbed and standing around your bed, the ghost of the dreams, the ideas, the abilities, the talents given to you by life, but you, for whatever reason, you never pursued those dreams. You never acted on those ideas. You never used those gifts. You never used those talents. And there they are staring at you as you're lying on your bed with large, angry eyes saying, we came to you. Only you could have given us life. And now we must die with you forever. And the question is, if you die today, what dreams, what talents, what abilities, what gifts, what ideas would die with you? This is why I'm teaching on purpose. I mean, if you're tired of the topic already, I'm sorry, because I'm about to beat this into the ground. And if you keep listening, my hope is that by the new year, every listener is interested in their purpose and that you are at least trying to distinguish that purpose. You're curious about that purpose, so curious that you're doing whatever it takes to get aligned with your purpose, because we all want to be great. I love the line where he said, we want to be great. And so many of us don't know how. And part of the reason we don't know how is because we don't have the quintessential ingredient. The quintessential ingredient is knowing who it is you're supposed to be 
and what it is you're supposed to do, your purpose. And before we went to the break, I shared that if you're fearful, if fear has you stopped on actually living and being your purpose, then you're being selfish because it is selfishness that keep us consumed with the thoughts of what might happen to me, what could happen to me. How might this potentially hurt me if I go off to do my purpose versus being focused on who you're supposed to be, how you should live your purpose so that you can positively change and impact the lives of other people. All right. I got a caller here. T. T. How are you? You're on the air. Good evening, brother. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Real nice topic that you got going on. Um, when you mentioned about the uh, the raindrop analogy, mm-hmm. you know, the drops of rain and so forth, because that's something that, that I've, you know, I don't know where you said you heard it at, but that's something that I've, you know, I've said maybe 15 years ago. Oh, wow. You know, we, yeah, yeah, we, I mean, if you, we as people are, single drops of rain. We we are that single drop of rain. We are those raindrops, mm-hmm. you know, in the world today. Yes, we are. Know? Yes. And, you know, and we, and and that's something we as people of color, we are single raindrops that do not know how to come together and become that thunderstorm, that ocean that makes the oceans of the world or and so forth, you know. You know, I, I love then, I love what you're saying here. I, I love what you're saying here. And I'm curious on why do you think that is? I mean, I have my perspective. You know what it's connected to. It's connected to my topic. But why do you think that is? Well, that's it. We, we don't know our purpose. Huh? Yeah. You know, we, we, don't, we don't know that our purpose is for, the purpose of individually is for one main goal. Mm-hmm. And we are so divided. And then, and like I said, in regards, it, it, you know, so divided by economics uh, or, or color and, mm-hmm. and and so forth that we cannot understand the greatness that we truly. And like I, I talk to people, you know, about you know slavery, right? Okay, and I tell them, look, slavery was there's a reason for it. Okay, mm-hmm. and there's a reason that our people were brought here. It, there's a reason for it. And unless we learn to understand that, right. you know, this, this, right. you, yeah. know, you know, this country, the United States of America, is is a baby country compared to, compared to so the other countries of the world. Mm-hmm. But yet we are so powerful in such a short, you know, little time. You know, it can only be a divine reason why. Yeah, you know. But, you know, like, like, I, like I said, you know, we, we're all this drop of rain that you spoke about. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the one single drops of rain that if we come together as a whole, like I said, we can be the floods of the earth, man. You yeah. know, we can flood, you know, and so forth. You know, well, separately, what, what, what I hear you, know, you we, saying, T, what I hear you saying, man, is that we... As drops, I just want to put this in some terms. Yeah. But we as drops, raindrops, if we all came together, that we would yeah. create tremendous power. And here's, tremendous here's, power, here's the caveat, tremendous though. Tremendous power. 
that before we can create tremendous power in a unified way, we've got to get we got to get really clear on us. Like me, I got to get really clear on me, right? right? right. My purpose, right. because then when I know my purpose, then I can contribute to the collective group. And that's one of the reasons I love the raindrop analogy, right? Because right. we may be raindrops, but if if I doubt my purpose, why do I exist? My existence has no right. meaning. And right. I do believe that in our community, there are a lot of us who are completely disconnected from our purpose. One, because we haven't right. we haven't been taught that it matters, that this is a big deal. But right. two... Because we don't necessarily believe that if I know my purpose, I can actually be that. Because there's there's such a lack of resources, such a lack of hope that I get stuck, I get fearful, and I'm completely separated from my power. And I'll tell you this, those of us who figure it out, you see how great they get, how big they get, right? Hey, man, thanks so much for the phone call, brother. Okay, I appreciate the topic. All right, all right. Yeah, great comments from T. Really appreciate that. All right. I, I think I had another caller, but it looks like he may have gotten disconnected, has a comment on purpose, so we'll wait for him to come back on. But before he comes back on, you know, I love where that brother was looking in regards to uh, to overall unity. But, again, it's tough to be unified until you truly know, like individually we know who we are. You know, because when I when I know who I am, then I'm I'm not intimidated by the talents of the next person. If anything, I'm I'm applauding them. I'm saying, wow, look at you. You're doing what it is that you're supposed to do. You're living your purpose. You know, kudos to you. How can I support you? You know, there's no reason to be intimidated because who I am and my purpose is completely different. So what you have to offer matters. You know, I've been talking about purpose tonight, and your purpose matters. So if you don't know your purpose, then there's somebody out there who's not going to get what, you know, here's the deal. I can remember before I got on the air, it's funny, I got a question in a workshop today, uh, well, how do I get started? How? And I, I I shared the story of my blog earlier in the show, but I remember my first show, or the week before my first show on the air at WVON. And, you know, I had had conversations with Melody Span Cooper and the executive team here. We had the show figured out. And the week moving up to my show, I mean, I was nervous. I was I was scared, period, scared. Okay. and I can remember that Tuesday or Wednesday, I was thinking like, I need to call Melody and tell her I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do this because I was scared. I've been on the radio, but never the host. And, uh. I didn't want to do it. And now to think, what if I hadn't done it? I mean, this conversation wouldn't be happening. And for those of you who listen to Inspirational Perspective every weekend and you get get great content out of it, it's changed your life, that wouldn't have happened, which means I wouldn't have been living my purpose. And because I wasn't living my purpose and not sharing what I had to offer, people would miss out. That's how important this is. Like, my purpose is to share with you, but what are you supposed to be sharing? That you're not sharing that will, as a result, somebody's not going to live the fulfilled life they're supposed to live because they were counting on you. I mean, that's what we're here for in the end is to help other people. 
I mean, that's what it really comes down to. And so what you have to offer matters. And knowing your purpose matters. You know, having the faith to be and live your purpose matters even more. That matters. And here's the deal. I'm talking about what other people might might miss, but what might you miss? The lovely thing about the work I do is I get to help people, and after I help people, I feel fulfilled. I feel good about it. And I'm able to take care of myself. Well, so how wonderful is that? To be able to live your purpose and help other people be fulfilled and do the things that you're passionate about every day. So it's also about you. And as you do it, you're helping other people be and do what they're supposed to be and do. So the question tonight is, what steps do you need to take to increase your self-confidence? You know, if confidence is what's getting in the way, what steps do you need to take? And remember this, everything is a practice. So if you're not confident today, that's okay. Practice being confident. What might be one thing you can do tonight or tomorrow where you are practice confidence, no matter what happens? What will you do? It might be, you know, I'm going to hold my head up tomorrow at church. I'm going to put on my best clothes. I'm going to walk down the middle aisle right to the front and sit down. I'm scared, but that's the way I can practice confidence. Then do it. Do it. And no matter what anybody has to say, then do it again the next week. Keep practicing that. Confidence is a practice. Like I told you, I wasn't confident. I told you guys I couldn't talk. I didn't know how to express a thought. And sometimes when I'm tired or I'm pushing against resistance, you might hear it. You might hear me struggle to get a thought out, struggle to find the word that I know I know. So, you know, you can't tell me like, well, I, I'm not confident, Linnell, and that's going to be my Achilles heels. No, you can get over it. I got over it. I got to the point where I was willing to speak up and say what I knew because I knew it. So what is it going to be for you? What steps do you need to take to continue to solidify your faith? Because part of this is faith. Part of it is just believing. Believing that you can. Believing that you can because you said you will. And believing that because you said it and you have the breath of God in you, you have a spirit that has the essence of God that you can create. That you can create the same way that he can, which means you can create whatever it is that you want to create. And so if you know your purpose, then all you have to do is speak it and go create it. That's faith. And I might make it sound simple, but part of the reason it seems simple for me is because I've lived it. I can remember writing down on a piece of paper as a young man that I want to inspire millions. I want to help others all over the world. And I had no platform. Nobody knew who I was. But I believed it. And as a result, I'm doing it, and I still don't believe I'm doing it on the platform that I will be doing it 10 years from now or 20 years from now. This is just the beginning. So I'm telling you, at the end of the day, it is up to you to solidify your faith. And consider that you could just choose confidence. 
You can choose faith. Now, what do I mean by that? What do I mean by choosing? You can make the choice that today I'm going to be confident. And yes, you'll run up against some resistance. Yes, you will stumble. But if you keep choosing it over and over and over again, then the next thing you know, you might look up six months from now, a year from now, and you're just walking with confidence. You're speaking with confidence. Why? Because you chose it. Same thing with faith. All these are modes in which you should be operating with every day. And some of you guys go to church. And you talk about faith all the time, but now we're talking about your purpose to talk about moving forward. And that's where you, that's where you don't have the faith. That's where you're, you're afraid to step out where you can't see the step. Now it's time to practice. Now it's time to be and do that thing that you know you can be. Consider that you can just choose it. You can choose faith. You can choose confidence. You can choose your purpose. And life is about constantly finding ourselves and transforming into the person we found. You know, that's one of the beautiful things I love about coaching because when I work with my coach, often I find myself. I find myself somewhere else. I find out that I'm limiting myself somewhere or that there's another level that I can go to. And when I realize there's another level I can go to, then that's when it's time to transform and go to that level. So what about you? This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois, on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.